Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Welcome. This video contains an introduction, an interview so you can gain deeper understanding of the subject from spirit level, and a group frequency calibration so you can start to clear the frequency distortion patterns around this topic. Enjoy! Hi everyone, this is Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Travel is something that many people love to do. It allows us to access different cultures, food, and experiences. People travel for different reasons, some just for fun, others because they're curious, and some to expand their viewpoint. We mostly tend to think about travel from the physical perspective. Today, though, we're going to be talking about travel from spirit perspective and how to use travel to accelerate us down our path. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to help to begin to clear the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get started. Dennis? So travel, you know, Karen, as you know, I love to travel. And so this segment is one that I'm very excited about being mm -hmm. part of. What I'm curious about is when I think of travel, I think of adventure and just kind of stepping into the unknown. What, what does travel mean to you from a spiritual standpoint? Yeah. Well, before I answer that question, I think I'm going to talk about what travel has sort of become from what I've observed. So before the advent of the internet, we had to rely on these things called travel books. And there was a lot more, and paper maps. So there was a lot more room for error, getting lost, and therefore falling into the unknown in a way because you didn't know where you were, you're on this random street in the middle of Venice somewhere and you don't know how you got there. And then from that comes a chance opportunity with somebody to meet them, a local person who shows you this wonderful little ristorante that you would never have found because it's not in a guidebook. For example, do you see what I'm saying? Now, what I've noticed is that with the internet, a lot of people plan every aspect of their travel mm. to the T. Like they even know what restaurants they're going to go to. They know exactly what they're going to order. They have everything planned. There's nothing wrong with research and finding the best of. However, when everything is planned like that, there's a certain amount of control and certainty that happens, which limits to a large degree, the amount of magic that can happen with travel because you're not in the present moment, you're always looking at your device and you're kind of just planning on the next thing happening. You're not surrendered to the unknown and therefore less opportunity or less, it's not that the magic doesn't happen, it's that you don't notice it as much because it's so planned, right? You, you have an idea in your head of exactly what you want to do, how you're going to do it, at what time, and what you're going to eat. So therefore, the unexpected synchronicities are less noticeable to you. At least that's what I've noticed. Yeah. Travel gives us the opportunity to be in the discomfort of the unfamiliar. You don't speak the language. You don't know where you are. You don't know how to post a letter. How do you get money? All that stuff is unknown, and a lot of us don't like the unknown. It makes us feel very unsafe. However, in that unknown is sort of this very opportune moment that we don't get very often in our regular lives to surrender to it. You're like, well, I don't know where I am. 
Maybe I'll just ask somebody where to go, where to eat, or whatever. And then in that exchange, something magical can happen. Or just stumbling upon something because you just happen to be wandering around and looking at a neighborhood and finding something that you would never would have otherwise. So that's what I mean by travel and how it has shifted and what a travel as can be as an opportunity on spirit level, which I'll get into more in a minute, because I know you're going to ask me a question. Well, well, <laughs> well I'll, I'll tell you what, could I, could I trade a story? For, I would love to hear a story. For, for a question. Please. Okay. So <laughs> what came to mind is you were going through the discomfort and da-da-da-da, the unknown, and what am I doing, and I should have <laughs> stayed home, and, you know. Uh, so I enjoy cars. Okay. Pebble Beach. Yeah. That's the ultimate, you know, car. Show. The Pebble Beach premier concourse is okay. just Unbelievable. So very excited. Yeah. So Des Moines, yeah. Phoenix, Monterey, California. Okay. Okay. So I'm excited. Yeah. Off I go to the airport. Yes. We land in Phoenix. Yeah. Oops. Delay. Mm. Delay going to Monterey. Ooh, a little frustration. A little frustration. Come on, come on. Let's yeah. go, let's go. And when Dennis says he likes cars, he means he loves <laughs> cars. And the Pebble Beach Concourse is like the premier car show. Oh, that's okay. Jay Leno. That's yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Like that's, all the yeah. like high-end cars are there. So just to make that clear for people who don't know what cars are. Okay, yeah. sorry. Okay. Just for context. So Phoenix International Airport, yeah. you know, side by side with this group that wants to get to Monterey. Nobody that you've ever met before in your life, but now we have a common bond, <laughs> is a delay. Okay. Okay. Delay one. Delay two. Oh. Yeah. Now people are getting a little testy. Yeah. And I'm thinking, cow, dang it. You know, if you don't catch a flight to Monterey at the right time, yeah. you might have to stay over to the next day. Oh, and then you're going to miss part of it. So when you talk about the unknown, yeah. now you're right in the middle of it. Oh. So what do you do? Do you surrender and think, wow, you know? Yeah. The lady sitting next to me. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go, go. Okay. So she says, well, you know, my husband's not going to like this, but I'm going to call him and let him know. Well, before she makes the call. Let him know what? That you're delayed? Yeah, delayed. Okay. Before she makes the call, cancellation. Off the flight. Folks. The flight has been canceled. Now, what do you do? Yeah. Do you wait for in the morning? Yeah. The fly out? Which is the flight's full already. Do you try to get a group to rent a car yeah. and drive? Yeah. You know? So the lady goes ahead. She makes a call. She calls her husband. Da 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 da. She gets off the phone. She says, Well, my husband uh -huh. has went ahead and hired a private jet <laughs> to, oh. <laughs> to, fl to fly me yeah. from Phoenix to Monterey. Yeah, of course. Would you like to go along? <laughs> uh-huh. Let me think about it. <laughs> okay. So. so, okay. Greyhound bus yeah. or... Pri private, private jet. Private jet. What do you do? Yeah. What do you pressure. Do? Lots yeah. of pressure. <laughs> okay. I said, wow, that would be amazing. And so here it is, everything that you talked about. Right. The turmoil, the unknown, you know, I'm off schedule. Yeah. You know, it's not going the way I yeah. thought, you know. So, and then surrender. Yeah. And then magic. Yeah. 
What was it like flying a jet? Oh, and so we we took a cab over to the Scottsdale private airport. Okay. And two pilots. Okay. And, you know, accommodations. And the two of us sitting in this beautiful, gorgeous private jet <laughs> flying into Monterey. Well, that's classy. It was nice. Yeah. And so the captain or whoever was the captain, there was two pilots, said, uh, is there any accommodations you need? You mean when you get to Monterey? When we get to Monterey. Oh. I said, well, you know, because of the delay, yeah. my car rental got canceled. In Monterey, there's no rental cars. This is the biggest week of the year. Okay. And so it's like, oh. It's all booked at me. Oh, no cars. Oh. So he said, well, let's see what we can do. Okay. <laughs> I'll visit with you when we land. Okay. We land. Uh-huh. They drop the steps down. Okay. I take two steps, and there's a car rental there for me. I get in my car and drive off. Really? What did they rent you? I, I, well, you know, it wasn't anything special as far as a car, but uh -huh. the fact that... I know. You've got one in a town which has been booked for like a year. Yeah. So the magic, wow. the synchronicity, and just, you know... So when you say travel, um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah. I really enjoy that. <laughs> well, yeah. I think most people would prefer <laughs> yeah. the private jet. <laughs> and, that, and that lady and I stayed in touch. Uh -huh. And the rest of the story is she had very arthritic hands. Yeah. And so I mentioned to her this friend of mine named Karen. Oh, really? <laughs> so isn't that funny? Yeah, how, 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 comes how, going how, how the world goes. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so travel. Wow, that's amazing. I love that story. And Dennis is full of stories like this. Okay, if we had an uh, like unlimited episode, I'm sure he could pull out more. But that's exactly what I'm talking about, where the synchronicities can happen when you're not expecting them, and where delays can be something that's opportune, right? So um, the other thing about travel that's really important is that it's practice for the spirit journey. So being in that realm of the unknown and then surrendering to it, even though it seems like delay, chaos, pain in the neck, I've spent all this money, oh my gosh, like now I can't get the thing, whatever, all that mental stuff. When we surrender to whatever is happening, to what is, that is the practice of the awakening journey, where we have to surrender more and more of what we think we want, our ideas of who we are, our assumptions, conclusions, beliefs of the way the world is, the way we are, the way other people are. That is the practice of that. So travel is like exercising that muscle. If you can go into the unknown and learn to drop into that surrender and watch to see what will unfold, then that's practice. You're actually doing a spiritual practice at this point, right? Which will help you to ascend on a frequency level, which is amazing, which is the process of awakening. So it's really cool. And the more you can do it, the more fun it becomes. And that's the thing, you know, the other thing is, and we're going to do another segment on uh, play and adventure a little bit later. But the thing is, so much seriousness is put on 
everything when we become adults, your work life, your family, your mm -hmm. spiritual journey, whatever it is, there's a lot of seriousness about it. But ironically, the lighter we are with it, right? And funnily enough, as you ascend, it becomes more like this, where it becomes lighter. Mm -hmm. Then that's when the joyfulness comes in because we're not actually attached to any of the outcomes. So then joy can come in because why not? I mean, joy doesn't have to be there. Let me just make that clear. It doesn't have to be present in the awakening process. It can be very serious the whole way through. And it can be totally joyful, magical, adventurous. So you can kind of opt for something else if you want to. So why not kind of the thing. So um, in any case, I feel like travel is an amazing opportunity as to surrender even more. Everything you just said is absolutely true. And when you say it can be part of your practice, mm -hmm. is what I have found is that, you know, I continue to travel mm -hmm. and I continue to experience these magical moments. But also I continue to become aware of when I'm starting to shut down mm. and I'm starting to cling mm -hmm. and I'm starting to be concerned about whatever it might be, yeah. the motel, the travel, the cab, the uber the yeah. you know and i can just feel that in my body mm -hmm. and it's like stop it stop mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. surrender yeah. just open back up mm -hmm. the magic is in the openness exactly and so yeah yeah, yeah. awesome travel yeah travel it's amazing i love it yes thank you karen thank you karen could you help me i hear so often when i look at uh, your video or your website gfc Exactly. What is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for travel, the opportunity of the unfamiliar. So the focus of this GFC will be to help you um, detach from a need to have the certainty of everything known and mapped out in order to feel safe and um, have a good time to allow you to drop into more flow state and into the magic of the unexpected and the unfamiliar. So here we go. Becoming aware of your body, please. And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of your weight as it settles into whatever you are sitting, standing, or lying down on. So notice how the weight is distributed through your body onto that point of support. 
And notice if you have ease with that weightedness or if you're holding in some way. Good. And now becoming aware of the backs of your knees. And as you become aware of the backs of your knees, noticing whether they're warm or cold, a little damp from sweat perhaps, or dry, what it's touching, or what they're touching rather, is it your own skin, fabric, noticing the backs of your knees. Good. And now becoming aware, please, of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, notice it before you change it. And once you've taken a couple of seconds to notice it, then taking the opportunity to elongate the breath, to deepen it, to allow it to have more ease, more fullness, Noticing if you can allow it to fill your entire inner landscape of your body. And if you can't, which is fine, notice how much you can fill with your breath. being aware of the temperature of the air as it enters and exits your lungs. Good. And now become aware of your surroundings, noticing the sound on both your end and on my end. You may hear the sound of the rain on mine. And as you notice the sounds on your end, notice if you can determine the direction from which the sound is coming as you note the sound. Good. And now become aware of your entire skin and through all of your skin, noticing 
the feeling of the air. So meaning, noticing the temperature, the movement, humidity. It may feel heavy with moisture or charged with a storm coming. Just notice the feeling of the air. Good. And now please triangulate. So triangulation, for those of you who are new, means to identify three objects in the room around you and noticing the distance between each object and you. So for example, object A could be the coffee table. So you notice the distance between the coffee table and you. Oh, that's about two and a half feet. And then feel the distance between the coffee table and you. And then do the same for object B and C. What the objects are is completely irrelevant. As you do this exercise, you'll notice that your own sense of where you are in space somehow becomes clearer, more precise, more present, more focused for you, or somehow you're just more aware of it. Once you have completed triangulation, bringing your attention to the front of your throat, breathing normally. Taking a deep breath in with your attention on your throat space, holding your breath for a count of four, Releasing and holding your breath out for a count of six. Whenever you're complete with that single breath of breathing normally, as we wait for the mastermind to coalesce, and as we wait for the mastermind to become more coherent, for those of you who are new, please note, that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level, and that I work often in silence. So if you don't hear me, please know that I am still working on you. When I'm working in silence, I'm working with very high frequencies. So to make physical noise only drops the resonance. Dropping the resonance does not serve you. So just know that I'm working on you, even if you don't hear anything from my side. I may also occasionally make noises, so you may hear me hum or yawn, even though I'm not tired, or sometimes exhale sharply. And that's how I um, remove distortion patterns as well. Yeah. And 
Please note that if I say something that resonates with you, it's likely yours. And if I say something that you really resist, like it couldn't possibly be you, it's likely yours. So I invite you to remain open and to examine it. Good. Now that the mastermind has coalesced, bringing your attention, please, to your heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line, in addition to your solar plexus between your belly button and the base of your sternum. We're going to ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, imagining, feeling, or sensing, a brilliance at its very center that you either see or feel. And this brilliance begins to intensify very rapidly because you have your attention on it. And as a result of this intensification, it expands outwards through all of your cells, out through your organs, through your bone structure, out through your muscles and your flesh, radiating out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. Good. And now please become aware of or imagine the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working with you on spirit level to increase your frequency resonance, irrespective of where your resonance began. The higher your resonance, the more momentum you can gain on spirit level, the more distortion you can clear out, and the faster your integration.
-hmm. Good. Bringing your attention now, please, to your xiphoid process, which is the point right at the base of your sternum. So your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. If you trace your sternum all the way down at the base where it turns to flesh, if you press on it, it's a little bit tender. That's your xiphoid process. Keeping your attention here, please. Mm -hmm. The first distortion we are going to release is that of an attachment to comfort and the known. For some of you, this is an extremely strong attachment. I'm not suggesting you have to be in discomfort. What I'm doing is releasing your attachment to comfort so that when you experience discomfort, it's not seen as some kind of tragedy. You actually can use it as an opportunity to grow or to experience something different or to have something other than what is planned. Bring your attention, please, to the back side of your heart space, to the space between the back side of the heart and the spine. As you bring your attention to this space, we're going to release the fear, resistance to, discomfort with, the not yet known. not even the unknown, the not yet known. So for some of you, you need to know everything in order to move forward with anything. And that limits what you can experience. It confines it quite significantly. Others of you are varying degrees of that. 
So releasing the different distortion, depending on what subgroup you are in. In addition, releasing the need to control in order to feel safe. And particularly with regards to travel, it's to control the unfamiliar. When everything is unfamiliar. Good. Becoming aware, please, of the front of the throat and the xiphoid process. This has to do with time. This is the fear that you're going to miss out on something. That you'll run out of time. You won't get to it. that your experience needs to be like everyone else's. Or at least similar. For a very significant subgroup, a lot of you will time distort into the future where you're already planning what it is that you're going to be doing rather than being present with what's happening. And or posting pictures or whatever, as opposed to being present with what's happening in the present moment. Releasing all of this. so you can experience the potential of wonder and curiosity in addition to more magic and synchronicity good bringing your attention to your xiphoid process, 
about three inches directly beneath it or seven centimeters directly beneath it towards the belly button. Clearing out, resetting and integrating the pain body. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, Often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.